I want everybody to eat. And maybe that's just me being a good ass person, but I want everybody to eat, whether you're in my life or not. You don't gotta sit at my table to eat. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Just Jay the Podcast. This is episode eight. This episode, um, I'm excited to talk to y'all. I have some really positive things to say because I've been in a very, very positive mindset and or mind state, bitch. Whatever sounds, whatever, yeah. Um, I've been really, really focusing on the positive things in my life. So I'm just full of gratitude and just, how can I say? Hopefulness, if that's a word. I don't even fucking know if that's a word. I think that I'm at a point in my life where it's so easy to get consumed by the negative things that you have going on or by the negative things that, you know, you face every day. But realistically, we have so much to be grateful for. I have so much to thank God for. Like, I have a house. I have a family. I have a car. I have, you know, like, things are good. Um, I just got a new job. <laughs> per. And what can I say about it to sum it up? To sum it up, I've been unemployed for, like, maybe a month and a half. And I think that being unemployed for this long is kind of... Uh, first of all, I'm grateful that I have, like, parents that, like, understand everything that I go through and they understand that they may have to step in and help me sometimes. Actually, my parents help me all the time, but like I'm very grateful to have that because not a lot of people do. But being unemployed for that long kind of just, it just makes you realize like, you know what? Okay, I really need to find something that one suits me is going to bring in as much revenue and as much bread as I can actually get because that's really, you know, what I'm focused on right now. But Finding jobs that suit you are is also really important. Like, it's not really just about the money. And I feel like I've been going on so many interviews, applying to so many jobs, and I haven't found anything that works. Um, so the job that I, you know, was presented with, I actually went on my interview today. And it was really good. Met some really cool people. Um, it's in the mental health field, in the psychology field, which is my was my minor for my undergrad in um, school, college. So I'm very excited because... I, I'm actually I'm actually working with people and with in a corporation that actually I went to school for. So it's it's cool. It's not criminal justice related or anything, but psychology was definitely my minor and I love psychology because I think what I realized is because my in my undergraduate, when I got my bachelor's, my major was criminal justice and my minor was psychology. I understood that I really, really love criminal justice and learning about like why people commit the crimes they commit and like, you know, all that shit. But I love the psych- psychological aspect behind it too. Like, I want to know why you committed that crime. Why did you think that that was okay? Why did you, what was your, like, what was your mental preparation for committing this crime? What, I just like the human brain, I think. I like to know how people operate and what you feel is right and what you feel is wrong. I'm very in tune with that. So I'm very excited. I met some of them. Um, basically, I'm going to be working in a home with just people who have, uh, who struggle with mental health, really. And I'm excited. 
because also I met, you know, one of my supervisors today and she was like, honestly, like this is a cool opportunity for you because you're fresh out of school. This is something that you actually went to school for. And you could possibly bring in different ideas and different thought processes behind things. So I'm excited. I'm really excited because it's just going to be a good opportunity for me to grow and for me to really actually learn more. You know what I'm saying? So who knows? We'll see. And your girl going to be chasing a motherfucking back. <laughs> But that's it. That's either here nor there, which I usually do because, you know, y'all know I'm just, I was going to say money hungry, but I don't really like the way that sounds because I'm not necessarily money hungry. I just enjoy money. Hello. Everybody that says money doesn't buy happiness needs to immediately cash at me immediately because I always said this and listen, if you disagree, not my business. I always said that everybody that says money doesn't buy happiness was born into it they never had to really struggle to get some money or struggle to really like they they never they never experienced the real struggle of not having money and then actually getting it and it's just like okay because technically i personally feel like money 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 what if i have money and i'm financially stable and I can provide for myself and I can do things, I'm happy. Because nobody wants to be stressed and worrying about when their next paycheck is coming in or when they can pay for this or when they can pay for it. Nobody wants to worry about that. Financial stability and comfortability is extremely important and money absolutely makes people happy. When, I, when, I, when, they, when they say that though, I understand why they say money can't buy happiness because some of the like richest people in the world commit suicide because they are so lonely and they have all this money and they don't have like the fulfillment that they need in their lives, which I get. But baby, let me get a nice a nice check <laughs> and be able to maneuver how I want to maneuver for the rest of my life and be financially comfortable. Yeah, I'm happy as hell. Fuck do you mean? But yeah, that's neither here nor there. But definitely excited for what life has to offer. I think also being unemployed for so long I'm not doing shit else. I'm fucking doing podcast work all day and working on like preparing for my next semester of school. So it, it gives you an opportunity to really sit your ass down and be like, you know what? I need to really make moves. Like I've been making moves and I've been trying to, you know, get my life together. But right now I really need to make moves because I have the opportunity to just sit down and do nothing and sit down and actually like have the time to, you know, create and just be creative and think about what I want to do in my life. You have to think about exactly what you want out of your life and make a plan to, to execute that and make it happen because nobody else is going to make it happen but you it is your life so I definitely think that this has been a really good time for me to rest number one because I you know was super sick a couple weeks ago um so it's giving me an opportunity to rest and really take care of my body I've been back in the gym I got back in the gym this week I'm so happy I love the gym oh my gosh I think I think I love the gym because first of all when I was in high school, I ran track. I was team captain, first of all. And I was one of the top sprinters. <laughs> Don't sleep. Okay. <laughs> and ever like after once I went to college, I wasn't really working out like that because I just was fucking everywhere. But when I started working at the gym, it was definitely when I started getting back into my fitness journey. And I feel like the gym is so therapeutic for me. Like I, and what I would say, like anybody that's going to the gym and trying to build consistency and discipline, record videos of yourself. Videos and pictures are the best 
form of progression. Like you can literally look at a picture, you can look at a scale all you want. The numbers may not move, the numbers might move, they may not. Your body in the pictures and the videos is going to show you everything that you've been doing. And it's it's gonna give you that motivation. I was talking to somebody a couple, of, a couple of days ago, and he was like, you know, I gotta get back in the gym. Like, I have to work on my discipline. And I'm like, yo, discipline. That is such. That is the hardest part about working out and going to the gym is the discipline. But once you start seeing that progress, you'll get that shit because you'll be like, okay, I'm making progress. Let me maintain this, and that's when the discipline comes in. But as far as like, one thing about me, I'll go to the gym all day. I will work out every day. But cha- diet and eating plant based shit and well, nah, I'm going to eat what I want to eat. I'm telling you right now, I will run 16 miles in the gym, but I'm going to go home and eat a cheeseburger and pasta if I feel like that's what I want to eat that day. I just can't, I can't do, listen, I've never been one of those people who had a terrible diet. Never been like that because me and my dad actually have high cholesterol. It runs in our family. It's genetic. Um, it is what it is. It's, it's like most, my dad's biological father and a lot of my uncle's and my dad's uncles passed away from high cholesterol. So my dad has been super on that, on top of his since I was little. Because, you know, they all died in like, you know, around 40, 44, 45, 46. My dad's 48. So my dad has always been scared of like not making it to C50 because, you know, the older men in his generation have never made it that far because of high cholesterol. But I think back in the day when my uncles and my grandfather were around, people weren't really as invested in their health. People weren't really focusing on, okay, I have high cholesterol. What can I do to fix it? You know what I'm saying? Like that's another, that's, I think that was one, like a problem in the African-American community back then in the period of my dad growing up because they weren't paying attention to their mental health or their physical health as much as we are now. You know what I'm saying? So it's unfortunate, but like it is what it is. And my dad is definitely doing what he can. My dad takes medication every day for it. He goes to the gym. Um, we, he's like ever, I think I had to be like 10 or 11 when he immediately changed our diet. Like, cause my dad, my dad, my dad loves to cook and my dad is a really, really good cook. So he changed a lot of the things that we were using in our meals, like substituting butter for, um, what the fuck is that butter called? It's called like health balance or something like that, but it's like a, it's, it's butter, but it's, it's just meant for people with high, I don't know. I don't know. Look it up. But it's good for you. It's better than regular butter. We don't really use a lot of butter um, in my house, like margarine and all that shit. We don't really use a lot of it. Um, oil is in moderation. We don't eat. My dad does not make like starch anymore because before we used to have rice, mashed potatoes, or pasta with every dish with like a, cause they say you're supposed to have a meat, which is your protein, your vegetables, and then like maybe a starch. My dad always used to make mashed potatoes, rice, pasta, whatever. I'm a starch kind of girl. I love, what? First of all, I don't know if y'all noticed about me. Fun fact, I love potatoes. Any form, mashed, baked potato, french fries. I want it. Every, every, every variety of it, I will eat a potato. Let me tell you. My friends notice for sure. And my dad hasn't made mashed potatoes in years, hasn't made rice in years. And low key, it's kind of good because it's helped our diet a hundred percent. Now we just load up on like the meat and the vegetables. But 
it's like, damn, I really do want some rice. But my dad has definitely done good at changing our appetites or ch not changing our appetites, changing our diet and just making sure that we're on the right track as far as high cholesterol. Because honestly, me and him are the only ones that have it. My little brother, we don't really know if he has it yet, but I doubt he's going to have it because he's just I'm praying he doesn't have it because nobody wants to deal with that. Like when I was younger and I wasn't really as active, like it was kind of stressful because like going to a cardiologist when you're like seven is like, what the hell am I doing here? Like he's putting monitors on my heart. Like it's crazy. They wanted to put me on. Okay. This is really sad, but I'm glad my mom was like, fuck no. But when I was younger, I had to be like seven, eight, nine around there. Went to the cardiologist and they were like, yo, like we may have to put her on medication because her high cholesterol is so bad at like nine years old. But the medication that they were going to put me on could have potentially caused me to not be able to have babies later on in my life. My mom was like, fuck no. My dad was like, hell nah, we gonna change her appetite. And ever since then, my dad literally changed everything. We drink, we used to drink, um, what is it called? Organic lemonade. Or bro, my my dad wasn't playing. We went to Whole Foods all the time. Everything was organic. Even now, like a lot of the juices that we drink, it's it's very healthy, very low in sugar. Very, I mean, it's don't get me wrong. These juices are good as shit. My dad knows how to find the good shit that's still kind of like good for you. You feel me? Obviously, juice is not good for you, but you you get what the fuck I'm saying. Oh, I just was talking about my health for so long. But anyway, yeah. Um, but paying attention to your health is very important. I also like being that I was sick, I got sick twice in the past two months, like really bad, like crazy bad. I've never like, just unfortunate, just really unfortunate. Um, I had a 105 fever the last time I was sick, which was like two weeks ago. Right now, today is actually my last day on the medication that they gave me to completely like make sure I'm okay. So I'm very excited and I have a um, follow up appointment on Monday. So I'm good right now. I definitely feel like I'm 90% back to myself. I think, I would say 95. I would say there's like a good 5% of me that's just like, all right, bitch, like, let's get 100% back. You feel me? But I'm definitely there. Um, I've been drinking a lot of fluids, a lot of water, taking my vitamins, getting back in the gym. Like, when you get sick like that and you have health scares and you know that you have high cholesterol, it really makes you be like, okay, bitch, we need to get on our shit and we need to really like, you know, take care of ourselves because honestly when you're I'm in I'm 22 I'm in my prime right now from like 20 to honestly when you're your teenage years too but up until like 30 you really need to be really paying attention to your health because you don't want to be 45 and have all these issues because you wasn't working out and wasn't trying to eat right when you was younger so I think definitely right now is the point of my life going to the gym sucks nobody wants to go to the gym I've been trying to like I was starting to go to the gym in, in the morning. Well, until I start this new job, but I've been going to the gym in the morning, doing podcast work. I've been having a lot of, you know, success with my podcast, obviously, but you got to, forming a routine is also extremely important when it comes to taking care of your health. If you know you're going to the gym at a certain time and you know you're eating dinner at a certain time and you're eating breakfast at, and you're going to work, you're doing a routine will really get you in shape for your everyday life, really. So I think that's what I'm trying to form right now is my routine and just taking care of myself and making sure like I'm really on top of how I feel on the outside and on the inside. So just overall health is what I think is really, really important. Hmm. That feels good. <laughs> that feels good. You know, that feels good to like spread positivity 
on health, you know? Really pay attention to your health for real. And also, when you go to the doctor, have them test you for everything. I get, um, what is it called? I get blood work done maybe like every six months. Just because, and my doctor's cool. I got a new doctor, actually. Super cool. But first time I went, they were like, yo, do you want us to test you for everything? Like STDs, all that shit. And I'm like, hell yeah. Get tested frequently. Please get tested frequently because honestly, you can't trust nobody. I don't care if this is like a sexual partner that you've had for years or if this is somebody that you're new with and that you really trust. Get tested frequently because the only only thing that you are responsible for is your own health. Nobody else's. You don't know everything. So get tested frequently just so you know. Just so you know that, okay, I'm good. So, and you know what I'm saying? And when you start having sex with somebody else, it's okay to ask like, yo, have you been tested recently? Are you good? Like, you know what I'm saying? That's totally okay, if, especially if you're like really intimate like that. What? If we are intimate, I have every right to ask you what you, what, <laughs> what's going on, babe? Yeah. Enough about health class. Cause I don't know how this turned into health 101, but whatever. One thing that I also want to talk about, like this episode, I'm going to talk about like, the perception perception versus reality for real because or not even perception versus reality it's just i want to talk about like society's impact on our day-to-day lives and like i mean this conversation is going to go so many so many different directions but first we're definitely going to talk about like society's impact on their day-to-day life i personally feel like i don't know who needs to hear this but i know somebody needs to hear this stop allowing social society actually not even social i was gonna say social media social media too but we have to stop allowing society to make us feel like the things that we do in our lives aren't cool like for example don't let nobody make you feel uncomfortable or guilty for your occupation Wherever you work, I don't care if you are a manager at McDonald's, Foot Locker, Taco Bell, the supermarket, I don't care. Wherever you're making your money and providing for yourself, first of all, providing for yourself already is a huge task. Huge. So wherever you're getting that revenue from, embrace that shit. Don't let nobody make you feel just because, oh, you're a manager at McDonald's, like you're not getting no money. You're still touching money. You're still getting a paycheck at the end of the week. So who the fuck cares? They're not clocking in for you. You are. So anybody's opinion on what you do and how you make your bread is irrelevant. I always said that. Like, I don't care how you make it, baby, as long as you're making it and you're getting what the fuck you deserve out of life for yourself. That's all it is. Some guy just told me, I was talking to somebody yesterday, a couple days ago, and they were like, yo, I'm a manager at T-Mobile. I'm like, what? That is cool. That to me is cool as shit. Like, I personally feel like if you work at like, the cell phone companies or like I know so many people that work at Honda a lot of my friends work at Honda I think they're cool as shit would you know how cool like what I that's this is an also another thing like we gotta allow people to be who they are like if you work at Honda bitch you are cool as shit you better sell them cars if you work at T-Mobile baby hook everybody up with a phone bill like what bro any whatever you're doing to make your money make sure you embrace that shit and don't let nobody make you feel like you can't be proud and loud about where you go every day to clock in that's nobody's business but your own who gives a fuck 
Like, you don't, not everybody's going to be the CEO. Not everybody's going to be the lead director. Not everybody's going to be, not everybody's going to be in the top boss position. Some people got to be the employees. Some people got to be, you know, the shippers and all that shit. To, to run a, a actual business, you got to have employees. You got to have workers that actually are, you know what I'm saying? Come on, not everybody could be a CEO. Not everybody could be a, a goddamn president. Not everybody wants to be that. Some people are okay with living the lives that they live and working the the jobs that they work, and that is okay. I hate when people make people feel guilty for what they do or where they live. Baby, you could live in the projects. You could have a mattress on the floor, and I will still come over and play cards with you. I am not. What? First of all, I would. I can't. Even, I don't. I don't have a judgmental bone in my body because, truthfully. Anything could happen to anybody. You could have the most blessings in your life and God could take them away like that. That All that shit can go in an instant if you're ungrateful for it and if you don't appreciate what you have. Bro, life will humble you real quick and take away everything that you worked hard for and you're going to have to build that shit again. Do that shit with pride. I don't give a fuck if you got a mattress on the floor. I don't give a fuck if your TV's on the floor. At least you got a roof over your head. I don't give a fuck if you... You feel me? Like Shit like that means nothing to me because at the end of the day we all got to start from somewhere everybody's first apartment had a tv on the floor everybody's first apartment had their bed on the floor everybody's first job was making two dollars an hour you feel me everybody works their way up not everything is going to be presidential penthouse status that's unrealistic that's literally unrealistic and that's where i'm saying perception versus reality means everything because we we like for people to perceive us like oh I'm getting money, I'm doing this, I got all these cribs and all these houses, but in reality, that's not what it is. And that's okay. Your reality is allowed to be your reality. Who are you trying to prove anything to? The number one person you need to prove everything to is yourself. Fuck the outside people. Child, I wish, what? I cannot, honestly, I can't wait for my first apartment to have the bed on the floor, to have the TV on the floor so that I can show my progress when I really get popping and I got my TV on the wall and my bed is floating in the sky. You feel me? Like, what? Don't let nobody make you feel like your life is not cool. Everything you do is cool. Literally. I tell myself that every day. I wake up some days and don't want to do shit. And when I, on, on those days, I'm extra nice to myself. Baby, you got out of bed today. You are cool as fuck. You actually did your hair today. You are cool as fuck. You put clothes on. Good for you. Even though you didn't feel like doing it, that's cool. What? You actually went to work today. You didn't call out because you wanted a personal mental health day. Good for you. You're very cool. And you're going to work. You're getting money. You are cool. Everything you do must be cool in your eyes. Because if you perceive yourself as being cool, everybody else will too. And that's all that matters. You are the first person that's you are your judgment zone. You are your, that's not what I, want, I meant to say. You are your, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but you are your own fucking, you know what I'm trying to say, bro? It's all about you. It's not about what other people say. I learned that so early on, so early on. I learned that when I was in elementary school because I used to get bullied all the time. I don't know what the fuck these bitches had a problem with me for, but. Bro, I don't know if I told y'all this before. I probably have. They used to make Instagram pages about me saying I look like a man. I have a deep voice. I have a deep voice. Can't hold you. Not going to front. Not even going to cap to you. I got a whole podcast. My voice is all over the internet. All over it. I hear it every day. 
I'm okay with it. Because truthfully, a lot of people have told me I have a beautiful voice and I have a radio voice. Oh my God, I have one friend who her father, every time he saw me was like, yo, you have a beautiful radio voice. Like you just sound important. Ever since then, I could give a fuck how you feel about my voice. My voice is beautiful and it brings all the boys to the yard. <laughs> Running. So, yeah. Moral of the story, don't, 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 don't let nobody make, it's not your job to force other people to see your potential or to see you for being dope. It's not your job. I also learned that through my podcast. Like, it's not my job to force everybody to listen to my episodes. It's not my job to force everybody to understand my message that I'm trying to portray. It's not my job. My job is to put my content out there and put my vision out there. And whoever latches on, latches on. Whoever doesn't, doesn't. The girls that get it, get it. And the ones that don't, don't. And if you don't right now, very possible chance you may in the future. And that's cool too. What? That's cool. I'm, I am open to every form of support. Whether it's now, a year from now, two years from now. Whoever listens to me and feels like I'm helping them. And feels like they, they feel something when I speak. I love you. I love you. I have nothing but admiration for you because that's all I've ever wanted to do that's all this the point of this is is for me to just speak and me to just be real and show people my talent because truthfully I have a way with my words I'm so articulate so like I would be disobeying my life's duty and my life's calling by not sharing my voice and by not doing what I'm doing right now this is a hundred percent what God designed me for this is a hundred percent one of the things that I am set out to do in this life. I have so many other things to finish, to do, to start. But right now, this podcast is 100% what I'm being called to do. And I'm going to do it every every week. I'm going to give you an episode every single week about how I feel, about how other people feel with, with my friends, all that. I've been doing a great job of incorporating my friends into this. And next week, actually, I have a really amazing conversation with one of my friends um Zaire his he goes by Za that's his artist name but really important conversation coming with him next week that drops um August 5th he's just so cool my brother from another mother literally grew up with him like that's the whole point of this season just continuing to add other perspectives continuing to add other people and promote other people because he You'll see in the conversation, he's articulate too. He's a very smart man and he, you know, is talented as fuck. So y'all will see when that episode drops. But um, I have a lot of collabs literally sitting on my computer that I have yet to drop. Um, We're on episode eight of this season. We are going to have 11 in total. So the season will end April. uh, Bitch, April. We are definitely in July. (laughs) The season will end August 19th. My one-year anniversary for the podcast is August 12th. Today is July 27th. Let's dissect this for a second. My one-year anniversary for my podcast is literally in two weeks. First of all, I remember last August when I went live to tell everybody about the podcast, I was nervous as shit, shaking in my boots, heart pounding through my chest, on Instagram live with only like seven people, maybe 12 max. Shout out to the, shout out to the people who really was here from the start. <sighs> shout out to y'all. Cause really like, bro, I had like five people in the live at one point. Baby, I was so nervous because it was like, 
And it's so cool to see like how I've grown from then to now in just a, a matter of a year because I was so nervous to tell people that I was going to do this. I was so nervous because I didn't know how people were going to take it. I didn't know if people were going to fuck with it. And I used to get so upset because I just always felt like, damn, like I'm trying I'm, I'm trying to put this podcast out and nobody's listening. Nobody cares. Nobody wants to listen to me. Now at this point in my life, I am so dope. I am so creative. If you don't see the fucking vision, that is a you problem, babe. That's not on me because I know as long as you know what you're putting out into the universe and you are proud of it and you know that wh- I could die tomorrow. God forbid. Shit, I always do this and have to knock on some fucking wood. Hold on. I always do this. But I could literally die tomorrow. And I have so many episodes online. I have so much YouTube content. I have so much Spotify content. So much Apple Podcast content. Like, I could literally die tomorrow and I have left my mark on this earth. I have episodes for people to replay over and over and over again. People in my life that listen to my podcast know specific episodes. I had um, one of my friends... Shout out to Val. Love you, baby. I met her on TikTok, actually. You know, you could really meet some fire-ass friends on TikTok. Don't sleep. Social media is an amazing network situation. And she lived fucking 40 minutes away. Bitch, vroom, vroom, right there. But, um, yeah, I met this beautiful girl on TikTok. Her name is Val. Um, I love her. But, what was I about to say? Oh, yeah. She texted me a couple, maybe like last week when I was super sick. And she was like, listen, I listened to... Your episode, and she literally said the title of the episode. Um, what is it called? Let it all work out. It's I think that's episode maybe like four or five on this season. Everybody loves that episode, and that's honestly one of my personal favorites because it was right after I had quit my job. It was right after I had gone through all the drama at my job, and it was really a vital time because I was super sick, just getting over that the first time. And that episode just resonates with a lot of people because it's just like, yo, like you. I made it seem, I'm not, not even I made it seem, but I, I stretched the point of let it all work out. That's why I titled that episode that title because it was just like, you got to really, things are going to fall apart. Things are going to feel like they are the worst they could ever possibly be. But at the end of the day, everything will always be all right. Always. You just have to weather the storms. Like, Truth, not every season of your life is going to be beautiful. Not every season of your life is going to be happy. And that's okay. Life is not meant to be easy. And when they told us that when we were younger and we didn't believe them, now that we're adults, it's all unfolding and we're really seeing the truth of that shit. Not everything in life is going to be peaches and cream. And that's not, nobody wants that life anyway. Because if your life is easy, you're not learning nothing. If your life is easy, you're not, you know, navigating how you need to be navigating. Life is meant to be hard and that's okay if it's hard. That's not an issue. You just have to learn how to take everything that you learn and just apply it. Charge it to the game. Life is literally supposed to be enjoyable. It's supposed to be fun. But that's after you get through the hard shit. We all, we all have a story. We all have a journey. It's about how you use that journey. You can use that journey as a pity story for people to feel sorry for you. Or you can use it as a form of empowerment. I happen to want to use mine as a form of empowerment. I've been through a lot of shit in my life. Like... This podcast is something that could really, really help a lot of people, and it has helped a lot of people. My family members be listening to my podcast. My family members are so in tune with it. Like, they understand. It. And also, this podcast allows my family and my friends, really, to see me in a different light because, you know, these are conversations. I'm literally talking to a computer. I'm talking to a fucking telephone, a microphone. This 
is my most rawest, authentic conversation because I'm by myself. It's just me. There's nobody else in the room. There's nobody, you know, pressuring me to feel any kind of way or pressuring me to say anything or make me, you know, hold back. So this is 100% another, a platform for people to understand me more. And I love it. Um, so making a year feels amazing. It's, it's kind of crazy because it's like, damn, a year already. Let's really recap everything that I've done in a year. Can we talk about it? Okay, let's talk about it. First of all, I have four seasons. I don't know any podcaster that f- splits their uh, episodes into seasons like this. Because usually, you'll have a podcaster and they're, they'll have like 100 episodes straight running through. I'm the type of person where I'm going to be organized about my shit and I'm going to... Because I have a, a life outside of this podcast. So when I do my breaks and I break up my seasons, it's 100% because of school. 100% because I work full time majority of the time. And because this takes up a lot of time. So I split my seasons up because I need time to be a person and actually organize my life. The people that, you know, consistently put episodes out every single week and don't have any breaks, that's on you. That's 100% how you want to run your podcast. But for me, I think the way that I've executed it and the consistency has been amazing. Like every season that I've done so far, I've taught myself something new. I've learned so much about the audio, so much about video, so much about lighting, so much about, you know, actually putting the work into making every single podcast episode. I've done this literally by myself from beginning to end for an entire year already. I can do it forever at that point. Once you learn the ins and outs of podcasting, you can really do it by yourself. It's a lot of work. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of work that goes into the recording and me editing. I edit everything audio, video. I make all of my YouTube intros. I make, when I have guests on the show, I make their, I make them their own intro to, you know, just introduce them before the episode starts on YouTube. I do all of that myself. I ask all the questions. I come up with all the talking points. I, everything, everything. I, this is a one man show. And I think that speaks volume for itself because first of all, being a podcast host by yourself is already hard. Because you have to keep the under, the audience entertained for the entire episode. There's nobody else with you to bounce the ideas off of. It's just you. So I think that's also really hard. And my one of my brothers, his name is Trevor. Um, it's actually Messiah's older brother. I talk about Messiah all the time. If you don't know who Messiah is, please go back to season two. Okay? I just... Y'all know my whole family at this point. Y'all should. If you don't, baby, you need to really, really get in the Just Jay game. Okay? But... He also has a podcast and he does it with um, one of his really, really good friends. It's it's two just black kings just talking about life and talking about, you know, just black king shit, okay? Shit that I don't, I can't talk about because I can't relate to it because I'm not a black man, okay? You feel me? So their podcast is amazing. Um, And he, like, lately, he's always just like, yo, your podcast is so good. Like, you... The main thing that he always says to me is, yo, like you have a different type of work ethic. You are a different type of dedicated to be the only person on the show sometimes. Yes, you have guests, you know, because sometimes I I bring guests because like I enjoy the conversation with other people because I feel like, yes, I have good talking points. I have good things to say by myself. 100% always. I'm just that good. Duh. But when I bring other people on it, it allows you guys to hear their perspective. It allows me to bounce ideas off of them. It allows us to connect on my platform and we can talk about their, their, the shit that they are doing, their creativity, all that stuff. So even with Gwitty, like the episode that I just dropped um, last week, he's an artist. That was a good conversation. That was, you know, 
a way for us to pr- both promote each other. Also, if you didn't listen to his um, album that just dropped, it's called Here We Go Again. It's actually, there's the link to it is in my link tree, in my bio, on my Instagram. So you can find everything there. Um, the So New York playlist is in there, Gwitty's album, my YouTube page, all my platforms, all of that. I'm actually on the intro. Um, it's just me. A lot of people were like, damn, I thought you were going to sing or rap on, the, on, on his song. Baby, I am not. What do I look like? Alicia Keys? Who do I look like to y'all? I am a Jayla Hill, babe. I am not. Alicia Keys do not live here. Baby, I can't know. But I'm shit. I'm just I'm just the interviewer on the intro, okay? And my part is just as important as a singer. But it's yeah, definitely check that shit out because first of all, it's my first time ever being on anybody's album. Are you kidding me? I've been on an album my first year of being in business. I have had a a launch party um, last November. I'm four seasons in. I have had so many guests. I don't even, I can't even count them at this point. Don't even know. I have had two photo shoots that I've done for this. One in Atlanta, one in New York. I have gone to Atlanta maybe three times now, interviewing people, networking, all that stuff. Um, What else have I done? I've done a lot. I've done a lot in a year. That's good to say. Like one year of business and I'm already, first of all, nothing is ever going to be super professional in the be- in the beginning. The first year of you creating a business and wanting to launch something, it's never going to be super professional. So no, I don't have the lighting. I don't have all the video crew and all the cameramen behind the camera. No, it's one camera. I'm pressing the start button. I'm pressing the finish button. I'm editing all it's never going to be professional as as professional as you want it to be in the beginning. Yes, I would love for this to be a production set in my Beverly Hills mansion. Yes, I don't. It's not that right now. Okay, this ain't that. <laughs> but it will very much be that later on in life. This is, but this is the first year of production for me. I didn't change my setup like three times. Now I feel like we are really doing something here with the setup. Um. Every episode that I drop, everybody's like, yo, your audio is so good. What? I've taught myself so much from this. So, like, the first year for me has been amazing. Um, It's been super good. My friends have been super supportive. Like, they've been on episodes. They've been on trips with me. They've been on... In the photo shoots, my my second photo shoot that I did was 100% all my friends. I wish I I could actually... Let me show y'all real quick. Let me show y'all one picture that we took for my last Just J shoot. Um, obviously I'm going to do another Just J shoot when I actually get my merch ideas that I really, really have. This picture's kind of messed up, but this is definitely the first Just J shoot that I did with everybody, all of my friends. Um, they all have Just J shirts on, but when I get, I have, I have so many like plans. Um, the next year of business, year number two of being in business, I should say, is going to be really good. I have a lot coming up. I have a lot that I'm excited about. I have a lot that I'm going to do. Um, I'm, I've, I've done everything I said I was going to do, and I'm going to continue to do everything that I say I'm going to do because I speak everything into existence in my life, everything. So I'm going to continue to chase my dreams and continue to check things off the list because I am divinely protected and highly favored and I got the work ethic to back that shit up so everything that I say and everything that I want to do is going to happen in my life that's the point that I'm trying to or that I have 
made myself understand. Everything is going to happen for me in due time. You have to just be patient. Yes, we, you know, we all go through things and there's, it's so easy to get in your head and be like, damn, I'm not doing enough. Damn, I want to be here. I want to be doing this. Babe, be patient. Appreciate where you are right now. Because where you are right now is where you prayed to be a year ago. And I can say that for sure. Because a year ago, I was literally in my bedroom on Instagram Live telling people about my podcast. First of all, Apple Podcasts approved me to be actually a podcast and put my, my work out the day I was dropping. Do you know how nerve-wracking that was? Because the whole day I'm at work, I'm like, damn, they probably not even going to approve me. I'm going to have to tell people I got to push back. They literally approved me 30 minutes before I clocked out of work. I was going live maybe four hours after that. I didn't have microphone setups. I didn't have none of this. I didn't even have a place to record. I used to record in my bedroom in a little corner, literally, or in my car. I used to record in my car a lot. I had nothing. I didn't have any of this. So a year ago, 100%, this is exactly where I, I prayed to be. I have, what? My parents, first of all, I'm so grateful because my parents actually allowed me to have this space in our garage. Like, do you, I'm sitting here like talking about it now and I'm looking around and I'm like, girl, like, this is exactly what you prayed for. This is exactly what you wanted in the beginning. I literally started this business and, you know, just launched my podcast with nothing. No equipment, no space to set up, no place to have guests. I I couldn't have guests for a long time because I didn't have anywhere to put them. I didn't have any microphones to give them. I didn't have anything. For a long time, it was just me because it had to be. But that's the way it was set up for me to prosper because now I can have anybody I want here. I know how to set up the audio. I know how to set up the visual, all of that. So 100%, life has a way of teaching me lessons by directly showing me my life. This is exactly where I wanted to be a year ago. So from the day I launched this to now, I am 100% on the right path. 100% and you can't tell me different. Because look at where I've done, look, look what I've done. Look at what I've accomplished. I have shirts with my logo on it. I have a logo. What? I have a whole name. You know what I'm saying? Like people know this name. People know, first of all, the orange, people know that's me. Okay? Everybody knows Orange is my shit. I'm all decked out in orange. Okay, that's my shit. Like, everybody knows my podcast. So it's just like, girl, this is everything you said you wanted. So be grateful. Live in the moment. That's another thing. You got to live in the moment. Embrace every moment, okay? Because we always think like, oh, I, life is, oh, I'm going to find this. I'm going to find that. No, live in the moment. Appreciate the people that love you. Appreciate the people that are around you. Appreciate the things that you have around you in the moment. Because like I said earlier in the episode, everything could be taken away like that if you are unappreciated of it. God will give you everything that you've prayed for and test you. And if you don't appreciate that shit, he'll take it all back. And you will literally have to start all over from scratch by yourself. Because you were unappreciative of the blessings that he gave you the first time. Ate that shit up. <laughs> yeah. No, but for real, be grateful. Because there's always something in life to be grateful for. First of all, waking up every day is already something to be grateful for. Because, you know, we lose people every day. Every single day. So understand that giving, giving the opportunity of life is even a, a privilege. So I think 
I'm, I'm, I'm doing a really good job right now of healing. Like, it's so crazy because, you know, in the beginning of the summer, I, I knew I was going to be, I knew, I just knew that I was going to start a different transition in my life. I knew something was going to take a turn and I was going to have to really, I was going to come out changed. I knew that. I'm, in, I'm literally in the middle of a huge life transition, right in the middle of it. And I knew exactly when it started. I knew exactly what was coming. And I still do. And I think I've lost, I've lost people that I thought I couldn't live without. I've lost friendships, relationships that I thought, oh, I'll never have to live without this person. A year ago today, if you would have told me that I would have fallen outs with the people that I've had falling outs with, I would have been like, yo, you're crazy. What are you talking about? But life has a way of showing you that everybody can't go. Where you're going, everybody can't go with you. And that's as sad as that may make you and as sad as that may be to understand that some relationships in your life that you cherish and that you love may not work out for you. You have to understand some people cannot go where you're going. Everybody can't go. Nipsey Hussle said that himself. What song was that? Circle got smaller, everybody can't go. I don't know what song it is, but that's what he said. And he's dead ass true. Everybody can't come with you because truthfully, what we have to understand also is when somebody, when you fall out with somebody and when somebody treats you wrong, you have to understand that that, that situation and with that person is so much bigger than you. Someone can treat you wrong, right? But you have to understand they're treating everybody like that. That's what their life is right now. So yes, they may have hurt you. They may have caused you pain, but understand that they are going through something totally above you to make them act this way towards you taking everything personal and being like damn well this person's a shitty person this no they don't have to necessarily be a shitty person they could just be in a bad season of life they could just not be the person that you need them to be right now and that's okay but we have to first of all i didn't understand the importance of forgiveness until this moment in my life because I was one of those people and I'm still low-key one of those people. I can hold a grudge forever. I will never fuck with you in life if you fuck me over. Ever. I will never look at you. Bro, literally, this is how powerful my detachment style is or my detachment in general is. I will walk past somebody that I've known my entire life off of the strength of you being disloyal, making me feel any type of way. If I feel like I have to end any friendship and any communication with you... I will erase you from my memory. I won't forget what happened and I won't forget how you did me, but I forget you. Hell yeah. Easy. I will walk past you like I don't know you because that's, I'm at a point in my life, I don't, I don't have patience or the desire or the care to do with anything that's not making me happy. I don't. I don't have the energy for it. If it's not making me completely happy, why am I dealing with it? I don't have to... I don't have to deal with nothing I don't want to deal with. That's also what we need to understand. So removing yourself from situations doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't mean you're giving up. It just means, yo, I don't want to deal with this right now. I'm trying to be happy. I'm trying to make money. I'm trying to be happy. I'm trying to find peace, all that. If it's not doing, it doesn't fit in any of those categories, it's not for me. And that's fine. Because some people are in your life for a season to teach you a lesson. And some people are in your life forever. You got to pick and choose who you're, you got to differentiate between the two and stop trying to give permanent positions 
to temporary people. And stop trying to give permanent positions to people who are very underqualified for the position. It doesn't work like that. You're, you're bound to get hurt. You got to understand when it's time for you to let people go in your life, let them go. Hold the door open for them wide and proud. Let them go. If it's meant to be, you already know. Whoever is, whoever is meant to be in your life will always come full circle, will always come back around. But if they do not, hold that door open. You can cry while you're holding it open. You can smile while you're holding it open, whatever emotion you need to feel. But hold that shit open. Don't keep people around just because of the comfort built. Come to the for <laughs> don't keep them around for the comfortability. Is that how you say it? Whatever. Or for the history. History means nothing. Character does. I've learned that the hard way. Character means everything. And also, a lot of my falling outs with people are because they don't understand the magnitude of what they made me feel. Or they don't understand the magnitude of their actions towards me. Because what could hurt me incredibly could really be something minor to you. And that's okay if it's minor to you. But to me, I, I stand on my principles. I stand on how I feel. I stand on my morals. So if it upsets me, it upsets me. And I'm never going to downplay how I feel because you don't understand it. Or you can't see my perception. Or you can't see, or you're not even trying to understand my perspective of it. That has nothing to do with me. That's a you problem. So distance yourself from the people who are making you feel like, you know what, I'm expressing how I feel and I'm telling you that you, you know, you got me fucked up and you're not, you're not reciprocating it and you're trying to downplay my emotions. Distance immediately. Anybody in your life can go and don't let nobody make you feel guilty or feel like a bad person for keeping that distance because you don't understand me. Why am I going to continue to go back and forth with somebody who doesn't understand the magnitude of the, the behavior that, they're, that they've done to me? Doesn't understand the pain that they've caused me? That's fine. Let that shit go. Let that person go. Because like I said, the issues that they have going on, it's all above you. It's literally above you. It has nothing to do with me. Yes, you may have hurt me and may have you know done some things to me, but that is 100% all on you. That's your life. And at the end of the day, when that person, that person can either heal or continue to be the same shitty person that they always wanted or they always will be. Either way, they're going to either continue to go down a negative pathway with people and fuck up all their relationships. Or if they're a sound person and actually heal from the things that they have done to people and that they're going through, they'll understand how they did you. They'll realize that shit one day and it'll come full circle. You have to... Let that shit go and allow life to play out how life is going to play out. Allow people to move how people are going to move. You can't control people. You're going to drive yourself crazy trying to control what you can't control. You can't control people and you can't control a lot of certain situations. Let that shit go. Because at the end of the day, when you know you're a good woman, because I can sit here proudly and say I'm a good woman. I'm a good ass woman. Any man that... The man that I end up with, the friends that I end up with in this life, the family members that I have right now, they know I'm a good woman. That's just how my heart is set up. You can't take that from me because when you know you're a good person, you're a good person. Nobody could ever make you feel like you're not or make you think that you're not. Just, no, because life is not about you. It's about me. I am the main character. Literally, this is my world and y'all are just living in it. I have every right and authority to rehire, fire, 
and hire whoever I want in my life. It's that simple. So that's just how I feel about it. Everybody can't go. And when you understand that fact, when you understand that everybody can't go and a lot of a lot of the issues that are caused onto you are above you and you just learn to take life for what it is and be grateful for the positive things and let the negative shit just ride out your peace is just different i'm telling you i'm at a different place in my transition right now like i said i'm still in the transition phase of becoming a woman and i think this is 100% the most important transition for me right now because i'm learning a lot about myself i'm learning a lot about how I feel, all that. I'm definitely still in the transition, but at the end of the day, I'm letting go of the notion of trying to always control everything, of trying to always fix everything, because some shit is just not fixable, and some shit you just need to put to the side for a second and focus on you. That's it. That's my. That's where I'm at in my life right now. I'm focusing on me, because for so long in my life, I didn't do that. So long in my life, I was just one of those people who was a yes woman. I got you. I'll be there for you. I don't have the mental capacity to handle your problems anymore. I'm focused on my problems because I have a whole bunch of suitcases I got to unpack with all my shit in it. It's my time to shine. It's my time to really thrive. And I'm going to do that. Sorry. I don't care who don't like it. I don't I don't care. I don't care because it's about me and about how I feel. And if I'm if your absence brings me peace peace babe that's it that's it but what do i know no i'm just kidding i just gave y'all a nice little nice little sermon real quick but seriously like i hope every episode that i put out and everything that i say and that i express on this show resonates with somebody take what resonates leave what doesn't that's what i like to say you may not agree with everything that I say, and that's totally fine. I'm not, I'm not here to please everybody. I'm not here to be everybody's yes man. That's not the, short of, that's not the point of my show. My show, I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about on, in my experiences and how I feel about life. This is what I'm doing. Take what resonates. Take what makes you feel a type of way. That's my point. And if you, the rest of it, leave it. Somebody else could pick that shit up and understand what I'm trying to say. You know, That's the whole point of me just trying to sit in this chair and express myself and just talk. This is a form of therapy for me and I want it to be a form of therapy for the, my listeners too because I'm young but I do have a lot of knowledge. I do have a lot of experience on things and a lot of insight that I could really give people. So take what resonates. Leave what doesn't. But at the end of this episode, I want you to understand you are the most important person in your life. You came in this world by yourself and you're going to leave by yourself. That's the gist of it. You need to be as happy as you can be, as peaceful as you can be, inside and out. And literally anything and anybody can go if it costs you that. Don't ever trip on it. Please don't ever trip on it. <sighs> I always feel that just feels so good. That was just a great therapy session. This is free therapy. Literally, this is free therapy, y'all. Like, y'all don't have to pay for nothing, nothing. Like, girl, I am giving you free game to be a bad bitch and to be a young king. Because I know I got some male listeners, too. I love y'all, too. But, yeah. Cheers to 
this is water but <laughs> hold on god i was thirsty cheers to making one year of just jay i obviously i think i have another collab dropping next week on the fifth was that year like i just told y'all and then 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 the week after that will be the 12th which is my one year anniversary that would probably be an episode with just me maybe possibly i don't know yet and then on the 9th, I have another collab dropping. I mean, the 19th, I have another collab dropping. And that'll be the last episode of the season. Um, and then my next season, which is season six, starts September 9th. So we rolling. We rocking. We gonna keep it going. We gonna be number one best podcast in the world. And that's it. So I know that. <laughs> per. I love y'all. Have a great week. Um... Yeah, see y'all next Friday.